welcome to the Man Cave. It's the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their first names. I'm Mandy Fabian. And I'm Mandy Kaplan. And each week we test the limits of our friendship by debating our opinions on movies, TV, books, music, podcasts. Masturbation. And masturbation. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. Cut this shit. So when did you teach Casey about masturbation? Like what what was that conversation? I didn't. Oh. Jer had the talk with him. Oh, good. And I keep saying you gotta keep revisiting. He just needs to know it's normal. If he has questions, and poor Jer is like, Do I have to? <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's not so- a one time, like one and done there. I t- I taught you now. I don't have to. So that's a conversation in our house where I'm like, have you checked in? Talk to him about it. <laughs> Oh, and I did say you're going to do your own laundry from now on when he turned 12. And he's like, why? And I was like, because there might be things in your laundry you don't want me to see. Do you want to talk about it? And he's like, nope, I'm good, mom. Thanks. I got it. I know what you mean. And I was like, okay, then. Wow. I love you. That's great. (laughs) That's such a great way to like not embarrass him, but be like, hey, this is something that's going on with you. And and we're all good with it. I'm so surprised that Jeremy would have any hesitation because he seems like he he has such a raunchy sense of humor and he's so like, he's not afraid of sex talk at all. with men and women. Yeah. Sexuality, everything. But I I do kind of get it because I was always the aunt with my nieces. Like I taught them the word vagina because my my sister called it a front hiney, you know, and I I was always saying like, hey, when you grow older and you date men or women, it doesn't matter. You, You know, like I was very open with them. And then the minute my first niece had a boyfriend, <laughs> I was like, you're just letting her drive over to his house? Like, I completely became <laughs> a total prude. Right. She's like, yeah, right. his her boyfriend. They're hanging out. I was like, oh, <laughs> I couldn't handle it. You I keep your niece they- shut. Yeah. Little she, girly. She was like the mom from Carrie all of a sudden. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I don't, I still don't think they've had sex. I think that baby was maybe a test tube baby. Because her dad, yeah, uh, her husband's an EMT, so he would have had the equipment. Right. Yeah. You could also pray for a baby and just get one, I think. Oh, in Texas, I do think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody I wants do. them, clearly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so anyway, masturbation. No. <laughs> I started Maybe to go- took a quick nap. I did. I started to go down the road of Texas and, and it was wrong. It, it, it's not a no. road that we want to go down. So no. anyway, uh, I want to let you know that I listened to Chapel Heart. Oh, yeah. Right. Speaking of Texas or and or Jesus and or babies, like I love them. They're great. Yeah, they're, they're great. great. They're really, really good. Really, really good and fun and funny. Their videos are just good stupid fun and great yeah oh i'm so glad you finally listened um uh, yeah i um i'm a fan i love their harmonies i love their attitude and mm-hmm. they have the right amount of jesus in their songs i'm yeah. just <gasps> oh. overall thrilled with them oh and guess what i, I finally took delilah to the sound of music sing-along at the oh, hollywood uh-huh. bowl do you like the sound of music are you a fan yeah mm-hmm. okay have you ever been to the sing-along yes okay well, things have changed, I think, probably since you went. Uh, okay. They they still give out the bag. First of all, Delilah, Abby could have cared less. She was walking around with her friends. Who cares? But uh-huh. Delilah was glued to that screen every second. She was like, mom, mom. Like in the very beginning when Maria shows up to the the Has Von she Trapps. not seen The Sound of Music? No, she's never seen it. What? 
I, I don't. When would I have ever shown her the Sound of Music? They have net. They have Netflix. They have. They have Henry Danger. They have all of the. They constantly. Oh there's God. dragons and fantasy. I and I. I'm not like I didn't watch the Sound of Music a lot as a kid. I saw it maybe twice. I. You know, I really. I never to, saw it as a kid. Isn't yeah. that weird? I, I only saw it as an adult. Me too. And but Casey and I have seen it. A few times. Oh, that's interesting. Did you start him young? Raising him right. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know why. It just seemed it wasn't something that came up. I, I showed him The Wizard of Oz because, as we've stated before, my radical view that Wizard of Oz is a wonderful movie. Um, mm-hmm. But I never went Sound of Music with them, even though I love it. So it's on this giant screen, sing along, early in it. When Maria goes to the Von Trapps, Delilah's like, Mom, Mom, I think the nanny and the captain are going to end up together. <laughs> And I was like, oh, well, we'll just have Spoiler to alert. see. I know. <laughs> I know. It was so cute. But there's this one part where they give out these little firework poppers. And uh-huh. when Maria and the captain kiss for the first time, that's when you're supposed to pull the popper. Sure. And it cracks all over. There's fireworks all over the Hollywood Bowl. And it's this really cool thing. Um, well, I guess things have changed and senses of humor have gotten a little darker because it's a very rowdy crowd. Like they're singing right. and yelling things. What is it, and, Maria? And costumes. What is and, it, you yeah. cunt face? You like, cunt face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so now they have changed it to where some of the people hold their poppers for when Rolf pulls the gun. <laughs> 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 so Rolf pulls out the gun and you hear all this bap, 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 bap all over the bowl. It's pretty funny. <laughs> dark. Wow. And people yeah. bring giant flashlights for when they're yep. looking for the Von Traps. They show their flashlights at the screen. It was a blast. Anyway. Good. Oh, I'm so glad. Yes. Um. So do you want to get into what we listened to? Yes. Yeah. All right. That's, yeah. So folks, Go there. without <clears throat> really even knowing what I was assigning, uh, I assigned two bears, one cave. A similar cave podcast to ours in that it is two good friends chatting about life and other things, uh, starring Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer, who are two stand-up comics. Um, And I will say, I actually, because I listened to this podcast, I'd never heard Tom Segura, but he'd been recommended to me. And I went back and watched some of his stand-up and he's hilarious. Oh, good. He's hilarious. They're both Good. hilarious. I love Burt Kreischer's stand-up, and I love Tom Segura's stand-up. But the interesting thing was, with this podcast, uh, I listened to like three minutes, and I think I texted you and said, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. It did go down like that, yeah. Oh, no. I don't know that we're going to have anything to talk about. Actually, I didn't listen to three minutes. I listened to probably 35 minutes, and I was like, oh, they're kind of just shouting. And Oh, but then I will say, I did a deeper dive. I I finished that one episode, 202, and I actually went back and listened to 201, and I have some theories. Okay. Yeah. Um, But we could talk about how much did you actually listen to? Because I my first thought about was, oh, God. Four minutes, <clears throat> yeah. which included 25 fucks. <laughs> and I was out. They are not, this is not totally for me. It's two dudes, and Burt Kreischer's so alpha, and they were just talking, and but it was like, well, I fucking did this. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, I fucking did this. Fuck, yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck. And they weren't, there. Were, it was aimless. Yep. And it was so sweary that I just got turned off. So when you said, hey, you know, not sure we should talk about this, I agreed wholeheartedly and I stopped listening. Yeah. Um, there's a few things. Well, first of all, they start with ads, which I think is a, um, that's a very offensive thing to do. Do other podcasts <laughs> just start with ads? It's like, hey, come on in. But before we do, let me show you my Amway selection. 
I'm going to invite you to a dinner party and then try to sell you something. I thought that was... A lot of reviews on their podcast are about how they, they have too many ads and I'm not listening anymore because of the ads. So you're not alone in that. It, yeah. I didn't notice. Well, but. first of all, it's right out of the gates. It's like, here's what's coming up in this episode. But first, let me tell you about this great mattress. And it's not like... Like, at least with Smartless, even though they're doing it in their own voice, they almost have this winky nudge. They try to make it funny and add things. But th- these guys kind of don't do that. They're really just like, it's an awesome mattress. You should get it. Fucking awesome fucking mattress. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. My first thought was <clears throat> that you would hate it. And then I was like, oh, maybe I hate this. Because uh, the thing that I did not like about it mostly was the way that they talk about women. Oh, I didn't get that far. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm just going to talk for a second because in case anybody does go to listen to this, I did think this this podcast was kind of fascinating in one way. When you do a deeper dive, we I think we actually listened to the worst of it (laughs) because Bert was supposed to be sober like he was had not been drinking when they did this podcast and He's very aggro, even though he claims he smokes a lot of pot, which I have news is not sober. (laughs) (laughs) But his the first episode, he's totally drunk and a much sweeter guy. It's really interesting. Yeah. So there's that. Um, But like I, I was really interested in this, like, how do they still pull this whole talking about women like this? off like it seems so old school so like andrew dice clay and i know there's Hmm. a a world for that but i also like i know bert i've been to his house for thanksgiving i don't know i'm like we don't text each other daily but like i've been to his stand-up live shows i've watched his specials like we're fans we're bert kreischer fans of this house i've met his wife his kids he has two daughters that he raises hilariously and beautifully his wife is great and sane and he's a very sensitive interesting interesting guy but then when you he's talking on this podcast i'm like ew i would not want to spend two seconds with this guy and i wonder like sometimes on this podcast i say things and then i go what are you saying <laughs> like i have spoken words and i think honestly i'm saying them to see if there's a funny a funny a joke right? Like a funny mm-hmm. argument or like how far can I push the edge of saying something that's offensive because mm-hmm. it might be entertaining or it might make somebody laugh out loud, you know? Do you ever, mm-hmm. do you have that at all? Like, do you ever say things on yeah, this podcast and then go, oh God, I shouldn't have said that? Yeah, of course. Of you course. do? Yeah. I feel yes. like I'm the one who's always skirting. Like the other thing about these guys is because they're so aggro male, I don't think they're afraid of offending anybody. Like they do it all. They are they make xenophobic jokes and but the thing about oh. but the thing about Bert's stand up is he makes fun of everyone. It's not mm-hmm. like he's he makes fun of everyone. White mm-hmm. everybody gets it. So in a way it balances it out, right? You don't leave right. feeling like, "Oh my god, he's a horrible piece of shit" because he trashes everyone in a really fun-loving innocent kind of way. But I'm into, I'm really curious now going back. I want to go see a stand up to see, is he really like, has, is it getting tone deaf? Is it getting away from him? Or is there still just a whole slew of people who still really love that humor? Right. Because it's comfortable. The man show and Joe Rogan. And I mean, it exists and it's not for me. Yeah. And as, as long as no one's getting hurt, uh, you know, more power to you. Yeah. So I'm sure there are people who would listen to two bears, one cave 
and laugh their asses off and yeah. have a great time and be like, these guys are awesome. And that's great. So there's one thing not for me. One thing they were talking about is that they get Venmo requests because they're famous. What do you mean Venmo requests? I mean, someone finds them on Venmo and says, hey, dude, I'm having a hard time. Can you give me like 750 bucks? Oh, have you oh. ever gotten a Venmo request? No, <laughs> no, but I do. <laughs> but I do have a a, a store, an awkward story. I had an experience where I looked on social media and I saw a friend, a casual friend post. It's my uh, child's birthday. You know, one of those typical, here's a baby picture. Here they are now. Cute. Everybody say happy birthday to my child. And if you'd like to donate to my child's birthday fund, here's a link. <laughs> and I was mortified. I, I'm not kidding. It was like a desperate attempt at money. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you, do, do you know this person or is this person like, well, I clean hotels for a living. I mean. Uh, no, I know this person. And it was, I know this person to be Not maybe. No, they need money. Like oh. this was like, hey, everybody donate to the birthday fund. And I just felt so bad <laughs> oh. because if it were my child, someday that child's going to see that on social media or something. Yeah. You know, it just, it was awkward. So, yeah, that is awkward. Similar to, hey, I'm a big fan, Burt Kreischer. Can you loan me 500 bucks? Like that's, it's. <sighs> Well, it's a it's like, ah, yeah. Also, tell your friend to like just hang out at one of those freeway off ramps because I think those people make bank. Oh, Mandy, what I'm just saying. <laughs> See, it's an example of what Burt Kreischer does in his podcast, um, which is he doesn't prepare material at all. He just says the most offensive thing that can come into his head, which might be how he really feels. OK, I want to say one more thing about their podcast because there was the thing we're not talking about. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it for just a second. I know. I know. But because there was something that happened that I thought was really interesting and I wanted to share it. Yes. It, it was in the first episode when he's drunk. He's basically drinking tequila from the beginning of the episode Ugh. during the whole thing. And okay. he's a much, I'm telling you, he's a much softer bear when he's drinking a little tequila. So much so he starts talking about this musical performance by this guy, Corey Henry, who okay. is a brilliant, brilliant pianist. I looked him up and I was listening to his music all last night. And he's crying as he's talking about this guy doing his music and how moving it was. And then he takes the tequila shot and he goes, he takes the tequila. He goes, let me kill this so I can get rid of these fucking tears. Like he's so, so that's Bert. <clears throat> that's why Bert is so funny because he's this soft, sensitive, he cries at a moment's notice, but he's this big guy right. who's super aggro and talks about like hunting and killing animals and stuff, which is in the... Oof. That was their thread. That was the thing that they decided. He doesn't really want to kill animals. He's, they're doing it for shock value. But the episode that okay. we were supposed to listen to is they're trying to decide which animal they could kill if they were going to kill an okay. animal. <laughs> we know I enjoy oh, that for comedy. I know. Well, <clears throat> I. It's yeah. It's it's uh it's it's weirdly. There are moments, but I think they're just moments. Do you know what I mean? There's a moment where you go, yep. oh, there they are. Ugh, this just feels lazy. They kind of sit around and Google things. <laughs> yeah. It's really like, Oops. oh, no. <clears throat> but but here's, but this is what's interesting about it, and then I'll let it lie. Their stand-up is really good. And their just banter is a little, it's just aimless. And there's a lot of aggro, which is the default. And their stand-up right. is more sensitive than that. <clears throat> but the part where he cries and listens to Corey Henry, I encourage anybody to go listen to Corey Henry. 
He was just on tour in the States. Now he's touring Europe and his piano playing is next level and it will move you to tears. So there you go. All right. Yeah. So instead, anyway, we, <laughs> we did this little thing where I was like, yeah, you probably don't want to listen to this and we won't have much to say about it, except that I realized I did have some things to say about it. Uh, but so we're going to talk about what did Maria do in The Sound of Music when she was dealing with something that was troubling? What did she do, Mandy? She thinks of her favorite thing. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly yeah. what she does. Yeah. And we can take a page from Maria's book. I think we should just, let's just talk about that like... cunt face, yeah. Yeah, Maria's the cunt face. And I think we should just talk about our favorite things. Like, so... What are your uh, favorite? Uh, let's go with books. I'd like to talk about your three favorite books. Do you have them? I like I like that you make it sound off the cuff. We decided to do this as a fun, yeah, little what, top three books and top three albums, and you know. So we we decided to do this in advance because if you asked me just now, I'd be like, uh, and I would know my favorite book, but I wouldn't have had two others, so I had to think about it. Um, oh, I have some improvisation stuff, too. Oh, well, mm -hmm. now, do you like to go number three, number two, number one of all time? Or oh, just interesting. I gotta tell you, I don't think that I can rank them. I, that's not as important okay. to me as much as the experience around them. Okay, so then my three books are Color Purple. Oh, that's my favorite of all time. Oh, great book. Yep. I don't know if this really counts, but it just came to me. The Help. Like, I love that oh, book that so deeply. Oh, that was such a good book. Yes. Such a good book. And Valley of the Dolls, of course. <gasps> oh, right. <laughs> that oh, is my... yeah. It's like medicine. I read it every couple of years when I'm going through a dark time. I love it so much. I love that you love it so much. I feel like it's worth a reread, except you know I don't go back. I don't even like to eat in the same restaurant twice. We've talked You've about never this. said that on the podcast. I know. I say it all the time. But I want people to know in case they're thinking of sending me a gift card to a restaurant I've been to. Like, good luck with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do have a gift card that I want to take you to this restaurant because I think you'll really like it. Okay. <clears throat> uh, okay. Uh, that makes me feel better because I've actually read all three of those books. And I was worried that okay. your list would make me feel really stupid. But it didn't because um, oh. I liked, I liked all of those books. Um I chose, these were interesting. Hotel New Hampshire is, I think, like, I love John Irving's stuff. You don't like John, John Irving. Irving so much. That makes sense Ugh. to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, he is so weird. And he writes a lot in metaphor. And yes, uh, nothing happens. <laughs> uh, you and I have a different experience of that but also no i know <laughs> i feel like i've changed so much i mean i read that in my 20s and i, I and i mm -hmm. my whole family was john irving people so it was like a family thing too we were sharing these books and john irving has such a dark weird sense of humor and i really enjoy that right now i really want you to read uh nothing to see here kevin wilson i really want you to read that book because i'm really wondering my sister said confirms she's like it's fantastic oh, you read the wrong book it's great. so funny it's great so okay good yeah i don't think I'm i crazy. will read like, it eventually okay uh yeah i mean hotel new hampshire is a little weird because there's the incest thing but remember like i was also reading at the time of it i read lolita and i was like Whoa! like it so yeah. this was a time i guess i was reading these dark things but that's the first time I was like, oh, I can read books because I actually mm -hmm. stuck with it and it lit I the poetry of it. I loved it. anyway. And you were 40 what? Ha, that's good. When that's you... really good. 
I go in and out. I think when I I think when I came to LA, I was not reading books so much, but there was a time. Um, okay. The Corrections was another book that I remember lit me up. You hated that, yeah? <laughs> I didn't I didn't hate it, but I, it that's a slaw. I mean, it is hard to get through. You're picking books that when I read them, I'm like, I get it. You're unhappy in your marriage. Move, move, move. Page, page, page. Like I skim these books. Oof. Well, that's funny because we've talked about this and right, like these deep character studies. We, there's a balance of like you like plot, 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 and I'm yes. like, well, hang on, let's spend some time with these people. Like they're so weird. I want to know how they eat breakfast. I want to know like right. But there are Valley some of books. the Dolls still has typos in it. Like that's <laughs> what I'm about. Valley of the Dolls is like she was hot, so she took off all her clothes and did a lot of drugs. <laughs> the end. And I'm like, yes, Valley of the Dolls, get to it. <laughs> Oh my God, that's hilarious. Oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, and then Lessons in Chemistry ha- has really stuck with me. I really love that book. And it's. I've just started, so. Okay. And I won't say anything. I'm no just going to say, like, it's just weird enough, but there's also enough story. I'll be curious to see what you think. I just love, love, love that book. I really did. It's, so you're not the person who recently said to me, meh, it was overhyped? Because no. somebody just said that to me. No. Okay. No, I really okay. loved it. I, now, I don't know about the hype because I didn't really hear the hype before I read it. Right. I just Well, thir- it is thoroughly very enjoyed zeitgeisty it. right oh. now. So. That's because it's, yeah, we all know what's happening with it, but we're not going to talk about it because right. that would be inappropriate. Um, yeah, uh, but I loved it. And, that, and it's just the kind of, it was like enough beach reading. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it had enough of that like story and, and I I was curious about the characters, but it also had enough of what I like, which is a little more lyrical, I'm going to say. A little more floaty, a little more like weird, interesting details. So, uh-huh. okay. Um, What do you want to do next? Albums? Well, yeah, that's, those are the only two categories we talked about. Okay. Well, all right. Well, we can, we can, I think that you can improvise some other things. Ooh, I'm I, scared. Nah, um, it'd be easy. I wrote these like five minutes before we got together. So I don't even have albums. No. So I'm inv- improvising this one. Okay. Um, m- uh, mine are all over the place. Okay. All over the place. So the, my favorite album of all time is Tori Amos' Little Earthquakes, hands down. <gasps> that's oh, just, that's so moody and deep, Mandy. It's so honesty. Yes. How is that your jam at all? I didn't even like that album. I mean, I appreciated it. Oh my God, I love that album. I was more Sarah McLaughlin. Every morning. Yeah, I like Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think it was also that came out at a time I was 16 and it it just, uh, Matt Boren, shout out. I know you're listening. (laughs) He and I used to listen to it on repeat. It was, it's very special. And maybe that part of that memory is like Matt, introduced me to it and we loved it together and it yeah. was such a thing for us did you lose okay. your virginity to little earthquakes Two little no no did you that lose would be your weird, virginity there's like an, an acapella rape song on the <laughs> album so i, I no. don't know what you're into i mean and no judgment here and i don't remember matt born if you remember please reach out on the discord i don't remember <laughs> what i know there was music playing but i don't okay. remember what it was but i'm guessing a show tune i know uh, the song then, i listened to the day i was going to lose my virginity Mandy Lane? <laughs> no. You want to hear it? It's yeah. so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. That's why I want to hear it. Eternal Flame. 
by the Bangles. Oh. Yeah. I listened to that song. And then song you have and asked me like, to sing that so <laughs> many times. Oh, you so didn't what even. What is that about? Yeah. You are so part of my psychosexual drama and you never yes. even knew it. Yes. No, it I really didn't. Clearly, that oh. song has an effect on me. We do a great. Someday, I would really. I hope to God that a musical puts Eternal Flame into it somewhere because I really want to do that song at Miss Cast. <laughs> 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 we we may have exhausted it, but we'll see. Oh, maybe because I'm on miscast 38, so maybe miscast 50. We'll we'll give it a go. Sure, we um, do a bit. It's a good bit. It's a showstopper. Yes. No spoilers. Nope. But we've done it. I mean, Los Angeles has has been given the gift. Um. Okay. So then, my other favorite album that I can listen to over and over and over and cry hysterically at the end is my favorite musical of all time do we remember what that is uh <laughs> your favorite you musical of to all time all. no i do i just i can't i mean next to normal i think is your favorite yeah. of all time oh okay okay yeah. cast yeah. album yeah so oh god i i mean i get to the end yeah and i can't stop blubbering and I, it's just so beautifully crafted and yeah. perfect and i love it okay and then this last one is random because this is my childhood First concert I ever saw, like, what was the first concert you went to? Something cool, right? No, Barry Manilow. Oh, well, okay, but he was at least, your cool? friends had heard of him. <laughs> when you said, I'm going to go see Barry Manilow in concert, they were like, I've heard of him. <laughs> I was raised on Manhattan Transfer. <laughs> <laughs> but the album I listened to in the car for years with my dad was uh, The Greatest Hits, Manhattan Transfer. With like Birdland and Nightingale uh-huh. sang in Berkeley Square. And I love Manhattan Transfer. So oh. that album popped into my head as something I could listen to beginning to end over and over. Now I'm done. Oh, I love that. Oh my God, that's fantastic. Very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so hard to pick seminal albums. You know what I mean? And I'm not sure. Is that S-E-M-E-N? Or what does seminal even mean? But okay. Let, anyway, let's go. <laughs> uh I'm going to say, even now, Barry Manilow, one of my top, top, top. Okay. I don't even think it has Mandy on it, but it is just heart-wrenching, beautiful. Well, you're a Weekend uh, in New England person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's a great one. Uh, the next one that I would say, it's it's really hard. There's so many of them that are like, grab you by the tits. You know what I mean? Oh, um, okay. Like that you just listened to. Ben Folds. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, God, why can't I think of the Rock in the Suburbs? That album. Yes. Top to bottom. I've listened to so much was just. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that maybe. You know, before now, it might have been Alanis Morissette. That was very that jagged little pill. I was going to say, yeah, hon- honorable mention. I was going to say honorable it. mention. Let's, I-, I was waiting yes. for you to finish before I said honorable mention. To yeah, jagged little pill. I think we could both make that honorable mention, but my new one—it's got to be folklore. I can't really. Oh God, that album is just yeah. haunting. That's, and that's Taylor Swift, everybody. Oh yeah, she's this new girl. I think was she from Tennessee? Yeah, Nashville. Um. She's really coming up, and uh, yeah. uh, but no, that that uh, that album sticks all over me. I just can't, and mm-hmm. it was you know, but so that for the recent ones, just so I don't just mm-hmm. pick, you know, more Barry Manilow albums. 
Although I did, I had a babysitter that also loved Barry Manilow and we listened to the Medley album and I could oh. probably still do all of those medleys that he does. He has a, he does because he wrote a lot of commercial jingles. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like Barry Manilow live Saturday night or something like live at the something. And he sings a bunch of med, commercial jingle medleys and it's brilliant. Ah. And I'm going to find that song and I'm going to share it with you so that you can hear it too. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, you are. Um, okay, so do you want to just real quick, I think this is an appropriate one, and I think you'll be able to rattle this off, and maybe we've talked about it, but do you want to talk about top three musicals, even though you just kind of blew your wad on one of them? Uh, yeah, my top three are, well, uh, wait, didn't we do this recently? Top musicals? On the podcast? We, we no. might have. We, we could switch. Next we could do normal. podcasts. Okay. Well, I think I did it with my family. Okay. And I I still went with my old answers, which is next to normal, once on this island. Oh, uh, and I, yeah, slightly deeper cuts, and maybe Les Mis or Miss Saigon. I love, love, love. Oh yeah. But then when we did it, I did it with Casey, and he's like, "Oh well, Dear Evan Hansen," and I was like, "Oh wait, wait, wait. Dear Evan Hansen is in my top three. Screw you, Mandy Fabian. Dear Evan Hansen is amazing." <laughs> Um, I never said it was bad. I almost put Dear Evan Hansen. You don't Hansen. like it. Look at this. Would you look? I'm not going to. I don't want to give you a spoiler don't alert. Don't shove things at me I'm going to show Zoom. you my list. And Dear Evan Hansen is written down and then crossed off. So I it you is, like Dear Evan Hansen. No, I love Dear Evan Hansen. I do. Oh. And there's another one that you think is amazing that I'm like, meh. Lame is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, so I think it's next to normal Dear Evan Hansen. And Les Mis. Again, such droopy, uh, sad, moody, deep, like, achy. I'm so surprised mm. that you enjoy oh, that but, world with musicals because you do not enjoy it anywhere else. I know, but honorable mention to Six. Oh, oh I loved Six so much. Yeah, Six is bad. And Hairspray. Hairspray is really close, <laughs> too. I love Hairspray. <laughs> oh, I love Hairspray. I think I like Hairspray more than Six. Six is a little... Six is really fun. It's amazing. But it's very poppy. It's very yeah. sort of shoved together. Like, it's not... It's fun, but it's not like it's a well-crafted musical that, like, you know... And the idea is very cute. Yeah. I mean, say potato, I say potato. All right, okay. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't argue. They're your favorites. Uh, you're not going to believe what's on my list. Actually, you will. You won't believe one of cats. them. Cats. No. Cats, cats, and cats. Let me tell you, I listened to cats when I went to Faster. Cats and Phantom of the Opera were cassette. Mm -hmm. I think it was probably still cassette tapes, right? Cassette yeah. tapes that I put in my Walkman that I would listen to on repeat whilst I, my friend Marcus Moyer from Austin, Texas, gave me them. He made tapes for mm -hmm. me. And I listened Aww. to them on repeat over and over and over again. I listened to Phantom of the Opera while I was editing my first short film. Mm -hmm. Like It was just background music for my I life love in college. Phantom. Yeah. Yeah. No, Cass, Cass is, is terrible. Just a steaming bag of garbage. It is. I didn't know it's that at the time. And I shit. knew it so well that it was just like this comfort food, you know? But no, mm -hmm. I, I listened to it again as a grown up and I was like, oh, no, which, as you know, is the phenomenon in my house. We've talked about it. My children have terrible taste in musicals. They love everything. All right. Top mm -hmm. of my list is probably Drowsy Chaperone. What? I loved I, oh. it, it's not like my number one, but I loved it. I loved the device. Oh. I loved the humor. Boring. I loved the music. No, I loved it. I thought it was great. It was one of those musicals that really stuck with me. Really fun. 
it was just great and surprising because I wasn't expecting to like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one, Hamilton. You're not going to argue with me about Hamilton. Oh, wait, you don't love I'm Hamilton. Not gonna, no, I love Hamilton. Okay. Oh, no, yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. No. Hamilton was like, I mean, I'm talking about like life changing will never leave me. Oh, my God. Uh, and then Book of Mormon because. Oh, I love Book of Mormon. Yeah. It's just that humor. I, I love people that would go that far. Yes. <laughs> now, interesting, right? Yes. What's the difference between Book of Mormon and uh, Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura? You know what I mean? It's because it's crafted, because it's used. It's, oh, yeah. A yeah. lot of difference. I, but they're super yeah. offensive and there's a lot of F-bomb, right? In Book of Mormon? Yeah. Yeah, but but no, it, it's a it's a work of art. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but a very dirty, offensive work of art. It's brilliant. I love Book of Mormon. <laughs> I do too. Um, That's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, podcast. Do you want to do podcasts or no? We could. That we could, one would take more thought. All right. Let's I, not do podcasts. I Although I do want to give a shout out to This American Life. <laughs> Is I it, never got into that. Oh my God. That's so funny. It's like my all time oh. favorite. That would be my all time favorite. Besides the yeah. man cave, obviously. You don't right. like This American Life? Why? Yeah, boring. I just never got into it. Well, there's some moody ones I could give you now that I'm starting to get a sense of what your taste is. In general, I hear the 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 letters N, P, and R, and I'm out. <laughs> but I do like, wait, wait, don't tell me. That's the one I like. But. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay, well, let's tell everybody some of our business. I feel like we've told them a yep. lot of our business. Yes. This is a different kind of business. Um, hey, guys, uh, The Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, music by Ian Post and engineering by Pete Wright. And uh, if you don't mind, we would really like you to, uh, if you're enjoying our cave podcast, we would like you to go to uh, Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We love hearing from people. We love getting those shiny stars. It makes us feel like we're, you know, back in second grade and acing our math tests, which I did. I don't brag, but um, <laughs> so yeah, do that. Uh, you can talk to us in Discord. I feel like there might be a Barry Manilow song being posted in Discord this week and definitely a picture of Mandy uh, posing in our latest freaking fantastic merch so mancave.com slash merch you can get all sorts of fun stuff yeah right now we have make jail great again pete did such a great job there's little hands and handcuffs (laughs) it's it it's so great and yeah uh, it's a great statement yeah so everybody support our podcast by getting your merch at mancave.com slash merch um to back up we have a new review by from jack rock 2055 who says the podcast is hilarious and I learn about fun stuff to watch and read and try. So happy I discovered the Mandy's. And then he asked, ladies, what's the one guilty pleasure movie you are embarrassed to love? Which we will not talk about now because it struck work. We uh-huh. will eventually get back to that Jack Rock. So, And Jack Rock, I will talk about it on Discord. If you want to come join us, mancave.com slash Discord. I mean, we could maybe... Maybe. Just a maybe. Because yeah. that's not public. We could have that conversation one on, on the one side. On one. Yeah. Thank you so much for that review. I love that question. Yeah. Ooh, that's going to be so fun to think about. Um, all right. Uh, cool. And become a Fandy. Mandcave.com oh. slash Fandy gets you access to our pre-show and more access to us and birthday messages and lots more fun. Yes. We had Ad- some good advanced stuff. Advanced episodes. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is a practically post-coital podcast. We had a lot of pre-show today. Yes. Yeah. We had yeah, a nice... Today was a fun pre-show. Healthy pre-show. So go ahead and become a fandy if you want to get in on that. All right. Uh, notice how we did not try to sell you anything at the top of this podcast, because that's the way it's <laughs> done. Um, but I did... I, I did... Uh, I have a game for you. It's a quiz. Yes. Because I was... Okay. Uh, horrified, mesmerized, and kind of intrigued by the Two Bears, One Cave and the sloppiness of it. I'm sorry, but, you know, I think they would agree yeah, okay. that it's sloppy in the world of... All right. The, they're sloppy dudes. That's their brand. So this is a quiz. Man Cave versus Bear Cave. Okay? Which yes. cave do you belong in? I, I'm trying to... I know you only listen to a few minutes, but I'm trying to get a sense of if you could maybe be a guest on their podcast someday or... Okay. How, like, I think you might I would be... Just, I, would, I would just sit there and be like, watch your mouth. Yeah. Stop swearing. Watch your mouth. <laughs> How are you friends with You're me? You're better than that. I, I mean, I curse. Oh. Yeah, it's you hard. You are a potty mouth. I'm a huge potty yeah. mouth. Um, but yeah, also, like, I feel like we're all a little bit, maybe we all have a little bit of bear in us. So I'm, I'm just trying to see where you land on the spectrum. Okay, here we go. Okay. Number one, first question. How many times a day do you drop the F-bomb? One, four to 12-ish. Only when I kick something heavy with my bare toe. I would say one. Okay, you're one. All right. Okay. Second question. When do you enjoy a shot of tequila? First thing in the morning. Never. <laughs> my love of tequila died at that Mexican restaurant where I had my bachelorette party. Or three. Mostly while I'm hunting. Uh, it's never. Okay, never. Do you really? You never have tequila? I'll have a margarita. Okay. But a, a shot of tequila, no. When's the last time you had a shot of tequila? Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. Oh, so it was a blackout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have friends like that. I'm always curious to know if the question is, because tequila is very specific, right? People are either like, oh God, no, I can never have tequila again. Or people are like, I don't really like tequila. You're more, I don't oh, like it. I, yeah, I like a margarita. Okay, got but it. I wouldn't, yeah, a shot. I haven't done a shot. I yeah. can't even remember. I'm having a memory of our friend Courtney's 40th birthday party. <laughs> so sorry, Courtney, that was seven, uh, eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. And it was a bunch of girls. And I, and I think we, we did a shot. We were tequila. like, yeah, let's do a shot. Yep. And I, I feel like I might not have even participated. I might have been like, ah, it's okay. I'll sip my drink. I, but I maybe I did. I love tequila shots. I don't do them a lot anymore. Really? Oh God, yeah. I love to do a tequila shot uh, before taking the last slope of the day skiing. Um, oh. I have been known to take a tequila shot if I'm out and it's like, well, this is ages ago, of course, before children. But if you're out and it's like 930 and you don't want to drink anymore, but you need something to get you through the next four hours, you take a shot of tequila and then that's good for like four hours, right? Uh, oh my God, 930, I've already been in bed for an hour. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. And that, but I, but, but, but let me just say, you know, I'm Irish. My, my family has a lot of Irish and nobody in my family, when they make margaritas, they put rum in it because I think there's been some bad Ooh. experiences with Ooh. tequila. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Ooh. I like a tequila margarita, but I'm just going to say that. Okay, sorry, we're getting off track. So here's the next question. Women are good for one thing, and that's... It's not driving. 
I'll tell you that right now. I think you win that question. Telling their man what to do while also cooking them dinner. Shaving off all of their natural body hair. Three, women are good at everything. All of the above. Okay, great. I like it. See, this is this is surprising me. And now I'm, you know, okay. Number uh, number four, when podcasting, it's always a good idea to, one, show up stoned. Two, plan something specific to talk about. Three, mostly just Google things while the audience is listening and or hopefully doing laundry. <laughs> I'm going to say B. Okay. Okay, good. All right. This is, that's the Mandy I know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why you're criticizing my driving. Okay. Um, crying is A, a sign of weakness, especially in public. B, a great way to manipulate others into doing what you want. Or C, a natural, healthy release that I do mostly in the shower, slash during a massage, slash watching The Simpsons, slash cooking dinner. What What is your answer? Four, a sign that I might have a shot at getting her to come home with me. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. This quiz is very, very revealing. I'm not going to tell you the results, but I have a very scientific <laughs> method. This is going Good. well. Okay. So number six, when talking about what kind of animal you would kill, you would say, mm-hmm. A, a horse with my bare hands. B, mm-hmm. a mouse, but only because there's already too many of those. C, only animals I'm going to eat, or D, what kind of monster plans to kill an animal? Where are you on that spectrum? C. Okay, only animals you're going to eat. Okay, how many animals have you killed and then eaten? (laughs) I've gone fishing and and eaten the fish. You know what? That counts. Of course it does. counts. I like it. You're actually very middle of the road. You killed an animal and Mm -hmm. I ate it. I like it. I could be in the bear cave, You could definitely be in the bear cave. All right. Number seven. I'm sexiest when I'm Mm. A, talking about how much pussy I'm going to get or how much pussy my Mm -hmm. friends have gotten. B, Mm -hmm. talking about how much I've been working out. C, in my pajamas and my readers and about to curl up and watch the Golden Girls. Or D, I'm always goddamn sexy. Have you met me? (laughs) C, for short. Okay. Okay. So you acknowledge maybe there's times you're not sexy because that's way more man cave than it would be bear cave. But okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, And this is the last question. If I could make my own TV channel, it would be A, guys blowing shit up. B, chicks making shit up. C, puppies. Or D, (laughs) smart, funny, moving shows, co-written with my podcast co-host, because even though we often disagree, I feel like she has a really modern sensibility and is also pretty to look at. Just spitballing. These were generated from the internet. I didn't... Oh, puppies? That's the answer. Okay, great. (laughs) Okay. You did very well. Well, it would be D, but all our programming would feature puppies. I love that. Yes. 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 Okay. You did really great. Here's what I'm going to recommend. I don't think you're a full-fledged member of the Bear Cave. Like, I don't know that you necessarily want to subscribe to their podcast and be a regular I'm fine listener. with that. I might send you a redacted version with all of the fucks out, which is great because then it'll okay. only, it's only seven minutes. Right. Um, I took the time this morning and edited that. Or Thank you. I could recommend that you listen to their stand-up specials. Listen, not watch. Uh, like, if there's a comedy version online. Sure. And just see how you feel about it. I will try that. Okay, great. I will do that. You did great. All right. So what do you have for me? 
You monster. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. So this is a podcast I know we both love. And they're back for a third season. Oh. It's the dream, (gasps) y'all. And I think this is going to spark some real genuine debate. Okay. Because it's the dream exposing the self-help industry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Because I did not enjoy season two. It was not good. It was not. It was less good for me. I, I... I still listened yeah. and I learned a lot. And I, I didn't know that that, cause that was all about supplements and vitamins and yeah. how none of that is regulated. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, that sounds really good. So I think. Can I tell I you? I think the first two episodes are out. So by the time we record next week, maybe there will be three, but maybe only two. So we'll just get a feel for it. Great. And see where it's going. Well, I'm in. And usually the first three episodes are always great anyway. They hook you with the best stuff and then. Yeah. It's usually like six or seven. You're like, really? This should have been four episodes. But, yeah. and I will say this. Let me just say, I'm going to leave strong. Because one of my favorite books was Almost Rising Strong by Brene Brown. Oy vey. <laughs> well, True I story. think this podcast is going to expose her. It's a great book, you guys. Pick it up. If you need a little pick-me-up, if you're feeling weak, you can rise strong with Brene Brown. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Uh, all right, great. I all right. will... Let's do it. See you next week. Love you. I love you too.